Your podcast starts after this quick message from Clear. The average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for allergens and germs to get in your nose and body and wreak havoc. That is, unless you regularly clean your nose and sinuses. So for healthy breathing and a strong body, use Clear Nasal Spray. Clear is a natural nasal spray featuring xylitol, an ingredient clinically proven to work against bacteria and effectively clean, not just rinse, your nose. Clear Nasal Spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. In fact, in a recent study, researchers found that xylitol nasal sprays like Clear are just as effective as leading medicated nasal sprays. For better breathing, get Clear today. That's spelled X-L-E-A-R. You can find it at all major retailers, CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens, Sprouts, Whole Foods, and everywhere else. You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. Three months ago, I fractured my fifth metatarsal bone on my left foot. Now, it's the bone that that the pinky toe is connected to. You know, I was running out of my hotel room in Mexico barefoot and landed improperly on one of the steps. Now, I heard a loud snap, just like you would hear when you take a stick and break it over your knee. Oh, I knew right away I fractured my foot bone, and, and I just remember wishing if I only I kept my sandals on while running out of the room, maybe my Mexico vacation would have been amazing. Anyway, long story short, my body is having a tough time healing it. In hindsight, the orthopedist should have put me in a non-weight-bearing permanent cast and instructed me to keep off the foot for at least six to eight weeks. But instead, she put me in a boot and told me that I could walk on it as long as I didn't feel pain. You know, uh, you know up until then, I've had an extremely healthy um, body and felt really good about my physicality. I've never broken a bone, and I've had optimal levels of vitamin D at 75 nanograms per milliliter, and I take the best bone supplements available as well as work out regularly with weight-bearing exercises. But still, with all that, at eight, 58 years old, my lower levels of anabolic hormones such as testosterone, estrogen, and progesterone, I'm sure didn't help. And my foot needed more time to, to heal, even after eight weeks. And I am still in a boot at 16 weeks. Now, thank goodness that I'm going to be going next week to get an x-ray again to see if I can get rid of this boot. Otherwise, I may be a candidate for surgery. And this is the last thing I want, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic. Now, my question is, could I have prevented this fracture in any way? Maybe if I my bones were a bit stronger? You know, I do know that I've had a mild case of osteopenia, and that's only because of my age, but I have been on an excellent nutrition and exercise bone building program to prevent osteoporosis, which is the severe bone loss um, that's age-related, of course, and this condition that 54 million Americans suffer from. Now, studies suggest that approximately one in two women and up to one in four men uh, age 50 and older will break a bone due to osteoporosis. Now, although I don't have osteoporosis, I, I don't like the fact that I'm part of that statistics now. So, which is why I can't tell you how excited I am to talk to our next guest today on Wellness for Life Radio. We have Dr. John Jaquish, and he's a biomedical engineer from Rushmore, 
University, who is also an expert in osteogenic loading and has now helped over 30,000 individuals with their bone health. So excited to have you here, Dr. Jayquish. Thanks for having me. That number is well over 300,000, actually. Oh, my God. I, I forgot the number then. You're so cool. Yeah, so okay. thank you so much. Somebody, whoever cut and pasted from the website probably didn't highlight one of the zeros. Uh, it's, it's, thank you for having me. I, uh, I, I really appreciate it. I can't wait to tell you the story. Oh, I, I, yeah, you got some amazing stuff that I want to hear about and particularly about your mom's health, your mom's health and how she inspired you to go to this route towards bone health for the world. Sure. Uh, yeah, she did inspire me, uh, mostly because I realized very quickly that most uh, exercise and nutritional options uh, were very nonsensical. So you're, you're supposed to do loading, you know, like you're supposed to do, do load bearing exercise. We're told that. Well, to what degree? Uh, it's a little like the uh, aspirin recommendation. So you take, you have a headache, you take aspirin. Well, five milligrams or 5,000. Well, five milligrams won't do anything. 5,000 will kill you. But, about 350, that'll get rid of your headache and you won't have uh, the likelihood of side effects is very low. So uh, every recommendation should come with a dosage, but saying load-bearing exercise, I've, uh, I've lectured in uh, many venues with groups of postmenopausal women that say, is a, is a glass of wine load-bearing? Because if so, I'm going to do great. So, uh, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, they're, they're making light of it. But they're also pointing out that the recommendation is very poor and completely lacking of what is relevant and what is not relevant. So uh, what, I, what I determined uh, by just reading the clinical literature is anything for the, the hip joint, we don't know so much about the spine, but for the hip joint, which requires the most loading, you need to exceed 4.2 multiples of body weight. Okay, say that again. 4.2 so, multiples of body weight. So, you, so that's a huge amount, is it not? Uh, it is a huge amount. And uh, it's the amount that no one is getting who thinks that walking for their osteoporosis is going to do anything. Walking will do nothing. Right. Absolutely nothing. Most fitness training, even, even weight, you know, they say weight-bearing, weight training, only the strongest people in the world are exceeding 4.2 multiples of body weight. Uh, so most people who go and to the gym and they're squatting with one and a half times their body weight, they're doing absolutely nothing for their bone. Doesn't mean wow, exercise isn't all of a sudden healthy uh, or not healthy. Uh, they're doing great things for their cardiovascular health, for their cellular health, uh, but they're not doing anything for bone. So I, I decided just telling my mother to be more active, which was kind of a ridiculous recommendation because she was already an avid hiker. She did a lot of garden work. She was already doing load bearing. So it was, and, and there are many women who will be listening to this, remembering the load bearing stuff they did before they got diagnosed with osteoporosis and wondering what did I do, what did I do wrong? What happened that was incorrect was, your doctor gave you bad information, load bearing, but how much load? And they, they always leave that part out because most physicians don't know. So once I made this discovery, I thought, okay, I'm going to build a 
a medical device that's going to apply forces to emulate high impact, meaning giving the benefit of high impact without the risks. So we just take the risk out of it. And so what, uh, what we have now is uh, a location called OsteoStrong, where these are, these are little franchise clinics where people go in and they go through about a 10-minute protocol where they load every long bone in the body uh, that is susceptible to osteoporosis. So like, for example, the skull is, is not susceptible to bone density loss, but like the humerus bone, like your upper arm, that one is. So we load those bones and we load them far beyond the minimum dose response level and then trigger growth. So when you say load them, okay. So, you know, you just mentioned 4.2. I can't even imagine putting that kind of stress on my body, uh, that much load. So then how is your machine different? What are these, how are they different from the regular, uh, let's say, you know, um, exercise uh, machines that are for a squat, let's say, or a leg press? How are they different? Well, the squats and the leg presses allow you to go a full range of motion. So a full range of motion is great for a number of reasons, but we have very different capacities in different ranges of motion. So for example, when you're squatting down and your legs are parallel to the floor, you can hold X amount of weight. When your knees are almost locked out and you're almost standing up, so 120 degree angle behind the knee joint, you're capable of seven times the amount of force that you were capable of at the bottom. So, and I mean, coincidentally, I have a book coming out that, that is about this called Weightlifting is a Waste of Time, uh, because it is. It's just absolutely awful. Uh, it encourages injury um, and doesn't really stimulate much growth. And there are many people who have spent years in gyms trying to make weights transform their body with no results, yet they continue to go. So what we, what we have to look at from, a, first, a bone density perspective is we are capable of incredible forces in very specific positions. So for bone density, we isolate those very specific positions where we're capable of inducing, so absorbing or, or producing, massive forces, the highest forces possible. And these are the same positions that a human would naturally absorb high impact. So Suzanne, if you trip and fall, you're going to protect yourself with, you're going to put your hands out in front of you. The back of the hand will be in line with the clavicle and there'll be a 120 degree angle between the upper and lower arm. So little kids, when they fall, they naturally know to do this. Elderly people, if they have time to react, they naturally do this. So we take these positions in the medical device, and then we analyze the force that is produced through sophisticated uh, measuring equipment, and we get the positioning correct every time with robotics. So there's a robotic arm that moves your body and puts you in exactly the same position every time, exactly calculated so that you're in the optimized position. And then the person can self-impose loading. So you create the load and then the computer system analyzes what exactly you're producing and if you're improving and if you're not improving and not improving isn't necessarily a bad thing as long as you're getting really close to your previous loading events 
it means you're growing bone density. Mm. So what I'm hearing then is that the machine is not putting you in um, an, a movement per se, but an actual static position so that you get the load on the bones, depending on which bone we're talking about. You mentioned about the arm uh, for the humerus. And, and so you, you position your body in a certain way to load that bone um, at a certain vector, a certain angle. Uh, but mm -hmm. let's say that if it's for your legs, for instance, your femur and your lower legs, then you're going to be doing it more in an upright position or what, whatever it is where you are getting that axial stress. That's right. Yes. A axial. We want to load the bone on its axis. Now, the only thing that's, that's slightly different than what you described was it's not actually static. And this is one of the craziest things mm. you can actually see the bones compress. So there is a range of motion because the bones in question are getting shorter just for a few seconds and then they spring back into position. And this is what creates the growth. Interesting. That is not in the joint where you see the bones that where it's getting shorter. Is it the, is it the joint that's taking on the brunt of the stress or, you know, people don't realize that bone is actually malleable. That's bendable. what you're saying. Yeah, it's it bendable. Is. It is. Yeah. So, uh, the entire bone, the entire bone compresses. Now there's softer tissue in the joint. So like within the joint, there is, there is that compressive force, which actually induces growth. Uh, in fibrocartilage of the surrounding tissue of the joint, the tendons and the ligaments become more powerful. So osteostrong reduces joint pain as well. So anyone with osteoarthritis uh, we can reduce their pain because they have better support around the joint. Mm, that totally makes sense. So then you just mentioned that it was, um, it was 10 minutes long, which isn't a lot. And how many days uh, do you suggest? Is, is it a daily thing? You can only do it once a week. The, the metabolic cycle of bone is uh, between five and 10 days with an osteogenic event, five and, and 10 days for the body to fully respond from a primary growth standpoint. Secondary growth takes over a hundred days. Wow. Yeah. So bone is a very slow metabolism. Right. Which is why we reach peak bone mass and basically don't do anything significant to bone density and it takes most women till after menopause to where bone density is a problem and you reach peak bone mass at 30 years of age so there might be 25 years in between those events and bone density is going down slowly but not enough to be a noticeable problem that's why that's why that gap is there mm. Right, right, right. Well, goodness, uh, this is fascinating. I love this information because, um, you know, you're, yeah. you're sharing information that majority, as you even mentioned earlier, doctors don't know. And um, this is clearly something that you've done, as you said, over 300,000 people, and you've seen results. So let's talk about the results. There's a certain yeah. percentage, I'm sure, uh, after how many um, months do you see a percentage of increased rate of bone growth or bone density increasing? So, sure. So as I said, like it took my mother 18 months to completely reverse her osteoporosis and she's in her eighties now and she has the bones of a 30 year old. So her T score is almost zero. 
but it took her it took her 18 months it takes most people i would say two to three years i i uh my mother's therapy was a little more aggressive because you know i was standing next to her giving her encouragement which she described as yelling at her <laughs> but i realized yes later on the point of discomfort is really all you need to go to to trigger the growth you know so you just want to stop short of, of being uncomfortable where uh so, so it feels very good to actually have bones compressed and, and released because the blood flow increases immediately. People feel very alert and happy, and that, that experience uh, lasts for days after your therapy session. So um, the, the, the time under tension is very short, just a few seconds per exercise. The whole protocol takes about 10 minutes. And then you can only tolerate it once a week because you want to let the body respond. And uh, yeah, like I said, most people, two or three years, and they'll build enough bone density to last them 30 years. Amazing. So um, obviously with your mom in, in her years, um, being postmenopausal like I am, um, it would be, it, it's, it, didn't, it didn't matter, in fact, for her to have more hormones. It didn't matter at all. In fact, all you did was stress the bone and you right. stressed it in the right position, in the right amount, in the right direction. And the bone did exactly what it's supposed right. to do, which is grow more right. when it's it's put under that state and, and creating some form of adaptation, right. obviously. Uh, it's adaptable. When speaking with orthopedic surgeons or physical medicine and rehabilitation physicians, uh, we frequently laugh about this, but there is a, 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 a very strong mental bias with most people, whereas they have this idea that a change in your hormones or a change in your nutrition is going to drastically change something that has become deconditioned in the body. And this is absolutely false. Uh, you can, it's, it's sort of like uh, you can have a weightlifter who has excess protein in his or her diet and then lifts weights. And I asked this of, of uh, you know, like, like um, internal medicine physicians all the time when they say, well, all you really need is more growth hormone or all you really need is more protein in the diet. And I say, okay, what if a weightlifter just takes protein and doesn't lift any weights? Are they going to build any muscle? Of course, the answer is no. Okay, why would you expect bone to grow without the stimulus? So you give it the building blocks, but no stimulus. Why would you expect it to change? And really the only pharmaceutical category out there that has worked for bone density is an anti-catabolic, which just keeps the old bone from being lost, doesn't do anything to create new bone, and then has side effects seen as irregular fractures, so shattering of bone as opposed to a clean break, which then people can't recover from. So I... I uh, once again shows that you you need the stimulus just flooding your body with building blocks flooding your body with calcium will give you kidney stones Got it, it won't help your bone density unless you give the bones a reason to pull the calcium in and recalcify that material which is probably why you know our levels of heart disease and calcification within the blood vessels is super high um, you know, there, they, there is what's called a uh, calcium scan oh, yeah. that you can do for your heart 
blood vessels and see the level of calcium that's deposited within the um, arteries and in the arterioles. And um, they can that can give you an idea of how healthy the heart is, right? right? With the calcification score. Right. right. So not only is stressing the bone properly and, and getting the right type of um, exercising, the type of exercise you need to build more bone, to get that bone calcium to go into the bone, it basically will help other types of conditions, um, including heart disease. Um, you mentioned catabolic uh, drugs. Is it a drug that you're thinking about? Oh, there's a whole drug category. Anti-catabolic, yeah. I mean, anti-catabolic. Yeah, it's an anti-catabolic, entire bisphosphonate category. And there's, right. there's okay. another anti-catabolic that isn't a bisphosphonate technically, but same or similar mechanism. Okay. Let me ask you this, doctor. Um, you're familiar with the term sarcopenia? Of course. Yeah, the loss yeah, of right, musculature, great. you know, based exactly. on... Exactly. It's not based on aging, as a lot will a lot of physicians will say. It's based on lack of activity. I agree. Totally so, about that one. Yeah. But there's been there's studies done, you know, because in my practice, I use a great deal of amino acid therapy. And um, the one that I use is called Super 8 Aminos. Anyway, what I've found uh, with my patients who do have, I take it myself with um, bone issues, with muscle issues, um, even people who've had surgery and they are um, in bed, let's say, because they've had surgery or they've hurt themselves. The mm -hmm. level of bone, uh, muscle loss and bone loss, I at least for sure muscle, I could tell because of we do, we've done measurements of the girth and, and whatnot. But anyway, their muscle loss is much less if they take in amino acids, even if they're in the, the hospital bed, there have done studies out there regarding that with amino acid therapy. Do you still feel the same thing about that? Well, nothing, everything's a building block. What I mean is amino about. acids that you believe that amino acids might not help. You, you need the body to use those building blocks. So again, like amino acids. Now, now you're, you're speaking a little bit from people who have had damage. You know, I, I, I produce an amino acid product that is a essential amino acids uh, also. Uh, and that it's, it's very anabolic and we're, we're targeting it. People who are trying to build musculature, uh, but the repair of cells assisting in autophagy uh, using the autophagic process for the non-essential amino acids and then introducing the essential amino acids is going to help cell regeneration. And we've seen this in a number of studies. So uh, ultimately, the, the essential amino acids are very critical. Uh, they have to be in the right proportions, and they have to be made correctly. I see a lot of them that are synthesized via various means, and I don't think they're used by the body at all because I know when you look at there's, – there's some studies that use a, a bacterial fermentation product and those do very well that's how mine are made and I, I see other ones that don't use bacterial fermentation and people get no result but some of the um you know like uh if you know who professor luca is mm. but he um he started treating uh radiation and uh, chemotherapy patients with essential amino acids that were made via 
bacterial fermentation, they they were able to regenerate their cells much faster. Right, exactly. And faster than with with any pharmaceutical. Right. That's I'm 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 a big believer in amino acids, essential amino acids. So I'm glad that we're, we we chat about it. Uh, before we're done, right. I want to just go just a little bit about OsteoStrong because that is the location that people all around this country can go to. I know there's various amounts of locations around. Is that correct? Is it called OsteoStrong Centers? I don't know what... Yeah, the clinics are called OsteoStrong, and there's 130 clinics in eight different countries right now. But we're opening them, you know, every week, every other week. That's so fantastic. It's growing very, very quickly. And at these yeah. clinics, you there's a full set of these machines that everyone can go through yeah. for 10 minutes. Right. And and um, it could be of any age, right? I mean, not children, but adult. You want you want someone who fits in the equipment. So yes, I mean, children can use it, but it's designed for adult-sized people. Who it ch- children get impacted anyway? You know, they're running around. That's where they build their bone. That's where bone density comes from. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, you you think about a toddler who pounds his or her feet against the ground, doesn't toe strike when they run. So is it possible that they're increasing the amount of impact that the foot gets as, I mean, they're doing it because they don't really have a balance to toe strike, but it also could be they're just building bone density. Correct. That clearly that may be, be an evolutionary process. Yeah. Just instinctively knowing to do that. Yeah, yeah, like little you, know, you little forty pound kids. They sound like elephants when they're running through your house. <laughs> yes, they're Heavy building foot. bone density. That's what they're doing. Well, I, I'm telling yeah, you, I I can't there. wait till I get out of this boot. And I I'm thinking to myself, I, I mean, I I've never felt really my age. If it, you know, I'm because I'm super active. I'm youthful in every way, inside and out. My mindset is so much more youthful than someone my age. And this thing took me for a loop, getting stuck at, and thank goodness it was during the pandemic, but even so, it is not, I'm not a happy camper. And I'm even thinking that if, if, even if it's non-union, you know, in it's, it's not going to be a complete healed. I I'm thinking I'm not going to even do the surgery because I don't want to go in there. You know, it's just a thing, but Anyway, I'm hoping next week it, I'll find out it'll be good. Um, before I'm done, where can we find out more about what you do? Uh, what, where can we get, and, and your book, again, your books, the um, title of your book, please share that. And when can we, where can we get that book? Um, anyone who wants to learn more about bone and, and strengthening, loading the bone? So you can go to the uh, Jaquish Biomedical, J-A-Q-U-I-S-H biomedical.com website and uh, you can find all the things I work on. I uh, also have another product called X3 that influences musculature. It takes the same logic of how we have variable capacity. Therefore, we need very aggressive variable loading for triggering uh, muscle growth, which then in turn makes you much leaner. That, that, uh, that's available on the website as well as the protein I was discussing. So jakewishbiomedical.com. And if you want to find me on social media, uh, it's Dr. John Jakewish. Uh, and, and then on, on Instagram, that's on Facebook, DR period, J-O-H-N, my last name, J-A-Q-U-I-S-H. 
And then uh, on Instagram, it's just D-R-J-A-Q. Uh, that should get you there. And I'll, I'll probably be the top result when you type that in the search bar. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Jaquish. Yeah. Such a great interview. I'm really happy we got to talk. And I'm going to check out because I know um, one of your, your locations is very close by me in Santa Monica. And I'm going to go check it out sure. when we can, we can open up, you know, in Los Angeles to various yeah. Places. Yeah, there is there is one right there. It's in it's in Mar Vista specifically. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Mar Vista yeah, it is. Uh, it's, yeah, if you're in Santa Monica, you're very close. Awesome. Thanks again, Dr. Jayquish, and thanks for what you're doing for everyone. You know, making sure that we all uh, prevent bone bone loss and prevent fractures because we do know that as we age, uh, one of the things that can uh, reduce our ability to live longer is actually a fracture and we it's definitely been documented that thanks again awesome thanks suzanne all right all right, all right. great information uh, thanks for listening everyone and if you've learned a great deal of value have you've learned a great deal i know i have uh, definitely share this show with your loved ones it can definitely change their life for the better and please subscribe if you haven't already so we can continue to do our very best here on wellness for life if you need help in digging deeper with your health issues i work with people globally through phone and skype consultations my contact info is available on my website drsuzanne.com until next time go out there and live your best life today full of energy enthusiasm and ultimate health and wellness this is dr suzanne sharing natural strategies on the wellness for life show right here on radio md stay well